A short glass bottle used for beer is generally called a stubby, or originally a steiny for you fact heads out there. Shorter and flatter than standard bottles, stubbies come with a wide range of advantages, including but not limited to tighter packing for easy transport, ease of handling, less breakage, lighter in weight, less storage space, and a lower center of gravity. So you're not knocking it over when you're about 10 stubbies deep at the bar. These fat little guys got their start in the 1930s when they were introduced by the Joseph Schlitz Brewing Company. Heard of it? But in the many years since the 1930s, stubbies have generally fallen out of favor in the U.S. with only a few brands still using them. And those brands include Switchback Brewing Company in Burlington, Vermont. Red Stripe. Hooray for beer. Boy. (laughs) Red Stripe. The beer in the short, stubby, ugly bottle. If ugly people stand next to a red stripe, they look beautiful. You, sir. Yeah? Would you say that you're ugly? Well, I wouldn't say... You are very ugly! Here, hold this red stripe. Okay. Look, you are beautiful! Red stripe! It's beer! Hooray, beer! Hooray, beer! Says the beautiful man. Our overlords at Coors Brewing Company... And our cold can of the hour. That's right, folks. This week, the boys are getting stubby with Session Lager from the Full Sail Brewing Company. My name's Joey Glock, and I'm here to say, gonna drink Remember? a session beer on a very fine day. Hey. Remember when we talked about how our listeners didn't like our last two episodes? Uh-huh. I think it's because this kind of stuff. Because <laughs> we started we with get a little wacky. <laughs> we do things a little differently here. Yeah, a bit twisted, if you will. I wish these were twist-offs, though. <laughs> it's hard idea. to grab a stubby and get it the flipped The weird. Oh, by the way, the inside of these bottle caps have rock, paper, scissors on them. Shall we play? We're rock, gonna, paper. So throw it at me. <laughs> scissors. <laughs> okay. Rock, paper, scissors. Shoot. Paper. I'm oh, scissors. Scissors my ass. paper, bitch. Kick my ass and call me Susan. Oh, God, that's bad. <laughs> Tie me up. <laughs> Sorry about that. Tie one on and call me Susan. <laughs> We're drinking sessions. Full sail brewing. It's from Hood River. Uh, drink a lot of these. It's bad for my liver. Cheers. Hey, cheers. Cheers, Joe. Yeah, I decided to bring in some session lagers for us today. Um, I had these last week at a, a party, a house party. <laughs> oh, hey, Mr. Hollywood over here. Hey, I, I get a little young and wild and free. Where was my invite? <laughs> Lost in the email. <laughs> Great. Speaking of email. Uh, yeah, Session Lager, I picked these up. It's a good just like drinking beer. It comes in these little stubby bottles. Uh-huh. So you're standing around at the party, taking a little sip sap. We'll post pictures of the stubby bottles we on will. Instagram. And... Don't let me forget about the packaging for this beer. I bought this in a 12-pack. Came in like a nice, thick cardboard box. Um, and thick every with two panel, C's? Thick, yes, thank you. Thick and juicy. <laughs> uh, every panel of the box, like every side of it, had different stuff on it, like new copy. It was pretty interesting. New they copy. really went in on it, all in on it. I took pictures. I'll, uh, we can post those as well. We'll post everything for the listeners. Uh, what's your first impression? I like it. It's, it's light. Mm-hmm. It's crisp. It's very light. 
It's like watery light. This is kind of like Miller 64 light. There's almost no flavor. <laughs> I agree, but it's 5.1% alcohol, which how, is how is nearly that magic double accomplished. I don't know. It's nearly double like a Miller 64. Yeah, what the fuck? It really does taste like water for 5% alcohol. Mm-hmm. By the way, do we cheers? Pissed up. I want to do yeah, it again with the glass the bottles. Yeah. It does feel nice drinking out of these. The only other stubby I think I've ever drank out of was the uh, Red Hook from Chimeca. No, not Red Hook. What was I thinking of? Red Stripe. <laughs> Red Stripe from Chimeca. Uh, Red Stripe is hooray beer, right? Hooray beer. Hooray beer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. The bomb de stri- Oh, boy. <laughs> we'll edit that out. Um the, the <clears throat> IBU, perhaps why the flavor's so low, the IBU is 18 on this. Very oh, low. boy. But I thought that there was some correlation, and this shows my knowledge of beer. I thought there was a correlation between IBU and alcohol content. Basically, if you have something that low, 18, that's a watery. Right. And This is defying alcohol. all science <clears throat> and chemistry. Well, I got to say. Chemistry is the science of Transformation. <laughs> Uh, I gotta say the uh, the oh God, Joe, put the phones, phones away. away before the before the podcast starts. Now I'm gonna stare at uh, Twitter for 15 minutes <laughs> and see w- it, which Joey. one of my uncles uh, on Facebook supports Retweeted. supports the mass shootings. You're gonna be something. on Twitter to see which uncle supports yeah. on Facebook the mass shootings. Yeah, you, you can't escape. You, get Do you in, ever get you sick of it, Joe? Out. Do you ever get sick of it? You couldn't turn your phone off for two fucking seconds coming I, in. I'm doing to our my hallowed best. ground of cold cans recording. <laughs> I'm doing my best to be off the phone guy mm. from here on out. I don't a new leaf on life. I, I yeah, I'm a new leaf. A new lease on life. <laughs> <laughs> You're turning over a new lease. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I'm trying to put the phone away. It, it fucking, you need a, so, so there's Seattle, we have plenty of people here who are like, they'll basically devolve back to flip phone people. Like, oh, I, I just have a dumb oh, phone. Oh, yeah. I don't the, even want the smartphone. S- sure. That's bullshit. In 2017, you need Uber and Why you need is that Google bullshit? Maps. Because there are some utility that you fucking, you need Google Maps to drive around and like, you do Uber. Or do we depend on that? <clears throat> Do we become dependent? Oh, that's but a good sorry, point. I don't want to shit on your point. Keep I was going. just saying, let's say there's like five apps that you actually need to like, or Function, if you don't need, just, they're like very useful. Yeah. Makes your life a lot easier. But then there's like thirty apps that you just fucking stare at for five hours <laughs> yeah. and don't realize where the time went, and, and they and just sap you. Yeah, so sap I, you dry. Yeah, I get. Oh, hey, give me <laughs> Randy. Uh, I get. Do uh, I make you Randy, baby? <laughs> oh, gross. I I uh, I put my phone away. I put it right on the charger. Good. When I come home, I don't want to look at charges. it anymore. Yeah, no, I think that's smart. I we were talking about Facebook, and I I deactivated Facebook because I'm tired of it. I, that's a bold move to deactivate <laughs> Facebook altogether. I I can still use Messenger, so that's okay. I like that they did that. You you think they would just. Say, I think if they you realize your shit. You can't use. <laughs> I our think stuff. they realize how debilitating their product is, <laughs> but they know people like need Messenger to communicate with friends and stuff. That's sure. that's really the only reason I need Facebook is to coordinate with friends. You know, some people don't like to text; they only Facebook message. But the rest of it was just—I was tired of it. There was like three percent of the stuff I was actually seeing of stuff that I was tuning in for, right. and so it had me hooked because of that. I wanted to see pictures of my new nephew or to see what my extended family members are doing. Right. Because 
you know, you don't get those updates every single day. Sure. And then you just get a stream of shit that comes with it. Yes. Like you're washing away diarrhea from the <laughs> pictures of your baby nephew yeah. so you can get a glimpse of it. Number one most wanted, Colin Kaepernick. Oh you have to read God. that shit. Yeah. Yeah. The the, <clears throat> the takes on both sides and then Ugh. people get into the comments. And I on, was- On many sides. Uh, there are many sides. <laughs> I find myself clicking into the comments of some of these things because I'm like, oh, yeah. what's, what's my high school? It's a reality buddy? show. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And then I just feel dirty at the end of it. <laughs> yeah. So I logged off. <laughs> you got to log off. I logged off. I, I agree with you. Like, the 3%, like, for me, I talk to, like, I guess I, I, my family's the only thing on Facebook that I'm interested in looking at. Other than that, every, like, if you go to, like, you climb a mountain, you would have told me. There's, like, eight of my friends that I care about every day. And then there's, I have 700,000 Facebook friends. Most of them, I don't know who they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're logging off. We're the log off boys. We're the log dance. off boys. Then we hear to say we're not going to be logged on. We're just going to get drunk every day. <laughs> we know that, that people love the rap. <laughs> so in that refrain specifically, the yeah. we're the this and we're here to say. Uh, Very original. Uh-huh. But I... And I want to recapture the ability to like keep in touch with someone where it's not just in that like I'm pissing this out into the general like atmosphere, the void. and then yeah. you can take some of it in, and then we're keeping in touch. Like I want to be in a more like intimate way, just like if texting is yes, smooching. We're smooching. No, like I know there's still mean. people that I'm not. You know, they're not in my immediate vicinity that I want to keep in touch with. Yeah. Friends back home, friends from college, whatever it may be. But you can, we have supercomputers in our pocket. You can just text them. That's what I'm saying. I want oh, to get back what you're to, to that. It's tougher right. to do, you back know? Back to already an extremely convenient <laughs> and easy thing like texting. You don't even have to call them. Right. And that's already, we're going back to that versus like Facebook. I, I'm with you, dude. Let's roll back. If any, if roll. any cold cans listeners out there are feel the same way and you want to fucking roll back, roll back with us. Prove to us somehow that you roll back. Hashtag roll back. Yes, please. Roll back by going on a social media platform (laughs) and contacting us. Hey, Walmart was right about one thing. It's about rolling back. They roll back the prices. I roll back my dependency on social media. I'm Joey Glock, and I'm rolling back. And that's a fact. I can't do it. I can't do improv. I agree. It's hard. I agree. (laughs) All right, let's let's Mm. move on. We don't need Mm. to. Oh, yeah. How's that beer? Oh, it's so good. It is. It is good. The stubby. Our listeners got an intimate. Uh, the stubby listening is. On I'm choking down the stubby. Bedroom sounds. Choking down the stubby. Yeah, it's good. I enjoy it. How about you? Halfway through. About halfway through this 11 ounce. That's the one downside. I guess 11 ounce bottle. You're not getting yeah. the full 12 ounces. That's but this back to back. Hogarden was 11.2 ounces. Yeah. Wow. What if we keep going down? Wow. <laughs> wow. 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 <laughs> uh, but session lager. Should we discuss the label? Hey, it's that time of the show. We're talking labels. Labels. My yeah. name's Joey Glock, and I'm here to say I'm going to look hey. at the label on this very fine day. Yeah. It's a session logger, and that's the, the fact. Facts. And then we're going to keep the show going. going. All right. So let's look at the labels. Um, brewed and bottled by Full Sail Brewing Company. There's no copy Hood on River, this. Oregon. Yeah. Hey, cost savings all around the board. They saved it all for the packaging. Yeah, they put their copy online and that's it. By the way, I, there was Were the Hood online? River and Liver Wrap. I promise you I didn't rehearse that or anything like that. That one I was happy about. It's the only one so far in this show. 
Uh, you should be proud of that thank one, you. Joe. That thank one you. was very good. Thank you. Okay, let's look at some of their packaging. We'll post these pictures too. Okay. But they have like um, speech bubbles coming off of one of the stubbies. It says, mom was an import, dad was a 40. <laughs> okay. Um, oh, and then they made this little stubby. I got it. It took yeah, me a long yeah, time. Yeah, the, the stubby's <laughs> the baby. Except mom being an import, build the wall. <laughs> Couldn't have said it better myself if I had a microphone in front of my face every second of the day. And Twitter in my pocket. Okay. <laughs> then there's a, why have a beer when you could have a session? Well, that one doesn't even make, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> session is a beer. i that one. Um, this, it says, a beer that goes to 11. Spinal Tap reference. And also 11 ounce bottle. Got it. Mm-hmm. What else? <laughs> uh, good things come in small packages. Ooh. After your session, have a cold session. How, how has there not been one sexually suggestive one? The bottle's called a stubby, for God's sake. Okay, this is getting into it. It's about body shaming, but it's as sexual as we're <laughs> oh, going to get on I this show. It. I always love to It's laugh. another speech bottle coming, a speech bubble coming off the bottle, rather. Does this bottle make my neck look fat? <laughs> ah. Hmm, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, somewhere on here, they talk about what a session is. Oh, okay. Sessionability. Here we go. Here we go. Session is a classic. <clears throat> no, that's not it. Oh, no, yeah, that is it. <laughs> Session, this mic is falling is down on every, me, Joe. <laughs> every week, this is a, a listener favorite. Nick gets confused reading a <laughs> segment he had planned. Uh, Session is a classic premium American lager. Pale in color, but with plenty of flavor, just like my ex-wife. It goes down clean hey! and refreshing. Just I'm the, walking <laughs> here. Just the kind of beer you want. Apre surf session, apre snowboard session. Is that how you say apre? Like you French, about? like after A P R E S. Oh, sure. I assume. I do not know. Apre jam session. Apre. Well, you get the idea, right? You motherfucker. <laughs> wow, Have a that's good a bold session. Copy. Yeah. Keep session weird. It also says playing off of keep Portland weird. Because this is Hood River, Oregon, near Portland. Near Portland. And they also have a brew pub or brew house in Portland, I've read. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to Portland this weekend. Maybe I'll check it out and do some live reports from the field. Get get something on Insta. Oh, I'll be on Insta. Well, Snapchat. Check the Snapchat. At Cold cold Cans Pod. Well, hey, I'm not done. (laughs) Okay. Like I said, every side of that box had a little message for us. Uh-huh. Short on neck, long on flavor. <laughs> you bet. Um, I wouldn't say this is long on flavor. But hey. Again, this I 18 IBU, there's no flavor. Short on neck, long on alcohol, maybe. Hey, hey. Long on booze. All right, here we go. The final, final piece of the puzzle. There's a number of check boxes next to words, and only one of them has a check. Uh-huh. Micro, no check. Macro, no check. Import, no check. None of the above. Mm, yes, please. They're not. It's micro, none of those. Nor macro. <laughs> nor import. They're domestic. But they Mama was an import. They just. Yeah, that's true. So they're they're mixed. It's, it's mixing. Mixed race. Mud blood, if oh. you will. Yeah. Yeah. That I was concludes just at Harry this... Potter World in Orlando. Hey, talk about Harry Potter World. No, I don't. I have in Orlando, Florida. To say about it. Uh, it was a cool place. Uh, going back to this brewery, the so- Full Sail Crew. You said they're based out of Portland. They like to keep it weird. Let's Hood just River. say Full Sail does things a little bit different, <laughs> a little bit twisted. Like uh, Jared Leto, star of <laughs> Stoked to Brew, Brewed to Stoke is what their uh, headline is. 
Okay. The reason we started Full Sail in the first place was to build a company that was completely different from the ones where we'd previously worked. A little bit twisted. Rest of the copy. Here, this is what I wanted to do. Okay, I need to get into a voice. <clears throat> Look down. Candy-colored sails skim the Columbia like swarms of graffitied dragonflies. Look out. Snow-topped volcanic peaks descend into wildflower meadows, merge into evergreen forests, then abruptly stopped at vertical basalt cliffs punctuated by pencil-thin waterfalls. Look up. Dry blue skies deliver the scent of ponderosas baking in the summer sun. That's the rest of the copy. With no connection to the beer itself. Nope. Candy-colored sails. poem about the Columbia River Gorge. poem and some action voices. I love it. Yeah. It's nature, baby. It's really something. Heard of it? Nature, which is uh, going away thanks to global warming. Hey, we're nurturing a new earth. Mm-hmm. Away with nature. I've always been a nature man. What are you talking about? I so I, I was thinking about nature. We're thinking about global warming. I was just talking about this with something, somebody the other day. Isn't it weird? You talk with other people besides <laughs> me on this podcast? Isn't it, I, I told you I was in Orlando. I was at a work what conference. We had the most enlightening conversations. <laughs> Isn't it weird that there's a stance? Like, I get why politicians are saying global warming is fake, right? Because if, if they're big oils, a lobbyist with them, they make some money and stuff. But why would the like average Joe, what's the incentive to believe that global warming is fake? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it, it, like flat earth, believing in flat earth. I get the incentive because that's like a cool like concept. Like what if the, the earth is flat? Ha ha. And like then fall there's off like, the edge. Yeah. And then there's like, oh, what if we didn't go to the moon? Like those things are interesting, almost like sci-fi plots. And then there's actual nuanced conversation, like, you know, whatever, like abortion and, and having a, a dialogue around that. But global warming, like, what incentive do you have to say it's not real? Like, what, what, why would you get, like, happy about that? You know what I mean? Yeah. There's no benefit to taking the side of it, it doesn't exist. Right, other than pissing off libs. That, that's it. So it's purely no, it's confrontational. Thing. It's like... It's like- Trump trying to undo everything Obama ever accomplished in office. It's That's that exact purely same confrontational. Thing. Oh yeah. With but it's so weird that you'd latch on to that because there's no. Again, it's, it's all not a identity cool politics, thing. baby. It's so weird. It's all about like I'm this, so I believe this because. Okay. So that's entirely what it is. But even so. though this particular one is clearly a bunch of people trying to profit off of the idea that it's a myth, it's weird that we just. The myth of it being a myth came out. You know what I mean? We like science comes out all the time and they're like, spiders are extinct. And then we all go, okay. And we believe scientists. And there's one thing that directly profits oil companies. We're like, oh yeah, they're right. It's a myth. We don't (laughs) believe scientists in this regard. Yeah. There's no incentive for like the average Joe to not believe it. Yeah, I, I think getting back to our Facebook discussion, those people have had a platform because of that and are much more vocal than they are actually in numbers. But again, like, so Bill O'Reilly you're talking believe. and stuff like that, like the the people who profit off of saying it's a myth? Them and like anyone who will talk about it, about it being a myth, like their numbers are not that great compared to the people who like think that it's true. Right, but I'm talking about like like your uncle, you know? Why would right. the average everyday Joe, what incentive do they have to say it's a myth? There's no, like, if you say the moon Community, landing. Community, man. I guess. That's it. If you say the moon landing didn't happen, it's like, ah, because that's a fun, like, conspiracy. 
And if you if you want to make if you have an it opinion goes much on deeper than the moon, sorry, I'm not good <laughs> I, at that. Keep going. I, I I just don't understand it. We derailed all of session, but it's it's such a strange stance to take. Yeah, I think it is all about the identity politics thing. Like, this is they are so strong about this, so I have to be against it because I'm against them in other ways. Yeah, it's all or nothing. We cannot. We can't be. Uh, there's no nuance. Yeah, we, there's no nuance. the The world works in a black and white way, and there's no gray area in between. And I, I will say this too. I think it's a pushback against, like, you know, the elites or whatever. Like these scientists, these college learned kids yeah. are telling us that we're ruining the earth. Right. Like, what do they know? So I we, think that's part of it. So us and big oil of the little guys, we like to rebel <laughs> against that. I get, yeah. I, yeah, I do think elites, that's part of it, but that plays into the politics thing. Like, I know, that's it's the, the whole same, like, it's the basis. Trump thing, like, saying, like, we're voting for him because we're pushing back against the elites. Yeah. So we're voting for Donald Trump. Right. The, who has a gold like, apartment and everything is plated in gold. Right. Uh, yeah. Well, we've really I don't gone know. into politics. We did, yeah. For a non-political a little, a little show. much, yeah. Not that type of show. Uh, There's nothing the wrong of- with being, like, pushing back against, you know... No, the mainstream either. Of that, we're not saying that. Like, if you think, and if you think you're like being disenfranchised by this like larger group that's in absolutely. control, absolutely push back. Absolutely, it's it's a bummer that there's not a better way to do that. There, that's apparent. Are, there is. It's just so easy to do it by taking another mainstream. So I got a booger approach. in my nose, Joe. No, you're good. Okay, cave's clear. It's just a you take another mainstream approach though. <laughs> like our pushback means we support this fucking multi-millionaire reality tv star or our pushback against global warming means we side with exxon like yeah clearly someone's trying to profit off of you pushing back against the harmful mainstream politics that you're upset and frustrated about it's so strange that if you're willing to push back to those things in the first place that you're not also pushing back against the people trying to profit off of you doing it i fucking i don't get it (laughs) i don't fucking get it I do get like pushing. Well, back they and... get it's it's also it's just like watching the NFL. Like the the oil companies become like the underdog at a certain point when all these like Al Gore documentaries and like liberal politicians and also conservative politicians sure. like, who believe in just any rational trust, person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> rational person are saying like you're bad, like you're doing bad for because us because the planet is there's eight hurricanes in the Gulf of Mexico right, right now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it even goes back to like our car centric country that relies on oil like you're telling me oil is going to cost more per gallon for my diesel uh f-350 <laughs> fuck that yeah drill baby drill <laughs> <laughs> yeah i guess so i guess that's it like but if that's why you're taking the stance then you're se- you know that like if, if you're taking the stance that global warming is a myth because you want your f-350 to continue to go out on the road that means you know that what you're saying is not true, that it's not a myth, but you do just want to keep reaping the benefits until you die. Mm-hmm. Like you're not actually saying, I believe it's a myth. You're saying, yeah, I, I know it's real and I don't care. I fucking, I have no empathy right. or no ability to realize other generations will exist after me. Yeah. Yeah. That's oh, the thing too. Do people, do people who like deny climate change and its impact on the earth, like, do they not care about like eternity or do they think eternity is guaranteed in some way well certainly to them it's guaranteed for them i don't know what you're implying joe but i think there's probably some differing opinions on the matter I, that that's too a yeah, bit yeah. of field but uh, i think it's a 
everybody is living in their own bubble. What's good for me? I got to go and get me and mine. Right, right. And I'm going to worry about me and I'm going to get mine. Yes. As Julius Campbell once said in a hit TV, uh, <laughs> not TV show, but movie, <laughs> Remember the Titans. Yes. and Now airing on TNT. And so if you ask anyone to emphasize and and like help someone else people will fucking refuse it's just thoughts and prayers in the end there thoughts and prayers i yeah, bet well, the people who say thoughts and prayers to disasters i not only do i bet i guarantee they're not even really giving their thoughts and prayers yeah there's nothing it's just man this is sad that it happened well, okay again it, it's like on. it's like when people when it's happening in front of them they will help and like they when will it happens come to, to you aid. it's a different story yeah yeah but when you're like sitting, you know, like we were talking about Twitter and Facebook, it's so easy to be passive on there and to like, for one, like be aggressive and like get angry at people. It's so easy to do yeah. that. Yeah. Whereas it's not like, it's not fun to just be like, yeah, that's, I agree with that. Yeah. Or like, I will help you in this cause. But it's Whereas not like a if game. you're helping like, you know, pile sandbags to protect a, a church or a power plant or something. Right. That's like a tangible thing you're getting, a tangible benefit from helping others. Yeah. Whereas when you're just like sitting there at a computer, it's like all so, feels so disconnected from what you're doing. Yeah. So I don't think people will always like be against something. It's just like they don't feel connected to it. So it's very easy to be against it, you know? Right. And for the first time in human history, we have this like weird virtual connection to things. Yeah. We can, like we are aware that a hurricane is happening and we see the devastation in our pockets with the supercomputers we have. Mm -hmm. And so the that loose like connection to the thing that's happening prompts a loose response back. Oh, thoughts and prayers. Right. Click of a thumbs up button to right. that. <laughs> and like, right. And T's and P's on. to the DIE. <laughs> oh boy. How well, did we we've... get there? <laughs> back to session long. Oh my God. Okay. You're done. I'll polish this. We've thing. done 45 minutes on uh, thoughts and prayers. But, but that's what's good about drinking beers with buddies. You know, it really you is. can talk about that kind of stuff. I'm happy you picked these up. The little stubbies transitioned into. A big stubbies. <laughs> <laughs> Little stubbies to big stubbies. That's got to be on the tagline for today's show. All right. Should we do a parable or terrible? Parable or terrible. <laughs> Let's we finish the steer beer. the direction in the other way. <laughs> yeah. The beer's gone, but. Okay. Much as these are a session <clears throat> beer, which okay. we didn't talk about sessionability at all in this episode as we had planned, but sessionability basically means like very drinkable for and, long periods of time. It's extremely high, this is, because you could drink a hundred of these. Yeah, it's exactly. Yeah, and die. Five <laughs> yeah, percent alcohol. Then I don't have to worry about global warming at all. <laughs> so I thought we might try to pair it with something else that's uber snackable mm-hmm. that you might uh, munch on throughout a, a film, perhaps. Ooh, let me see, let me see, let me see. A little see. popcorn. Parmesan no garlic. Yes, and we decided to, I decided, this. I am the decider, <laughs> to get a little variety in it. So okay. it's, it's the smart food popcorn, Parmesan garlic flavored. Okay. Hey, if you think there's artificial colors or flavors or preservatives, Fucking wrong, man. I'm going to take a picture of you while you're, you're holding it. You're going to take a picture. It. And it's 100% whole grain. So okay. if you need some fiber in your diet, need a little help with the poop mm-hmm. you're going to eat some popcorn. I've been big on popcorn for a long time because of this. You know, you're a popcorn boy. I'm a popcorn boy. And you're here to say, say. <laughs> I'm going to eat popcorn and shit my brains out all day. <laughs> um, this has two grams of fiber per uh, one and three-fourths cup serving. I have no idea. That could mean anything. Give me some. You always do this. You bring out Here, the parable of trouble and then you withhold it. it. I love to withhold. It smells good. It smells like Parmesan cheese. Yeah, it does. And it's a, I figured this is a nice pairing for like a drinkable beer because it's salty, you know, and you need yeah. to wash the beer. So beer this, this has exactly the feedback I knew I was going to give. 
It's the popcorn in a bag problem. Pre-popped popcorn in a bag. I agree. They're all this like soggy sort of half dissolve in your mouth texture. And they're all just riddled with powder. So it's just basically all a big salt bomb over like some well, dissolved. Yeah, I don't even know that they're soggy. They're so styrofoam. powdery because they don't want any kind of moisture in there. Right. They can't have it. So it's not like, you know, you freshly buttered this thing or something. Right. So that's my problem in general with bagged popcorn. I agree. I agree. It's not ideal. And the cost, I mean, if I'm popping my own at home from raw uh, popcorns. If you're raw dogging it. I'm raw dogging it in the stovetop. Yeah. Yeah, the, the, to ship a package of pre-popped popcorn is extremely inefficient, but yeah, I got to get me and mine. You know what I mean? No, I saying? do know. I need to get my jollies. Uh, the, but I think this pairs extremely well with this session. I think it lager. does. I had a little swig left and took it with it, and it goes very well. Right. If you had a Parmesan-dusted um, popcorn ball sitting in front of me at a bar, it would pair with any beer. <laughs> yeah. We are, So in this work conference that I was at in Orlando, um, every day from 5.30 to 7.30 p.m., our hotel did a free, unlimited, all-you-can-drink cocktail two hours. Oh, and then also light snacks. So Beers, too, or only cocktails? Uh, beers, okay. wine, cocktails, whatever you want. The cocktails, they'd mix a little light, so it was smart to go on beer. <laughs> um, so me and my wife were down there, and we would celebrate hey. this this every day. We went and drank the full two hours, and uh, they would have little bowls of popcorn. And then it had those little, The like, ultimate uh, bar snack. And they, and they were courteous enough to put out the little, you know, have you seen these where you can, it's like a salt shaker flavored so you can do like yeah, nacho yeah. cheese flavor and you pour it on the popcorn wonderful so fresh pop popcorn but with the salty sort of smattering of flavor See, in like, my experience those like flavored things always get like really clumpy and you can't even apply them sure but they turn into eddie murphy's the clumps <laughs> yeah the classic and hilarious movie <laughs> um and, well, uh, I I was once Joey Clump. I have a picture. I'm going <laughs> to post. Right. I'm going to post my Joey Clump oh, wow. picture on, on Instagram this you week. People, so the listeners, will can hear. see how strong he is for doing this. <laughs> wow, it's a flattering picture. Doozy. Um, anyway, the popcorn had the best of both worlds. The problem is they give too much power to the people. This maybe goes back to our political. Uh, oh, here we go. Yeah, here. full circle. It's like that. I, I tweeted this a long time ago, but the, us electing Trump is a lot like the time and Madden when we finally got the power to pick a player. We got to vote on players who would be in the Madden cover, Uh-oh. and we voted uh, fucking Peyton, Peyton Hillis. Hillis. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of like when we had the power to elect breath. Anyway, we love to um, play pranks. Yeah, in very serious scenarios. <laughs> yeah, deadly serious places. Uh, I don't even remember where I was going with that. Uh, uh, powder oh, popcorn. The powder popcorn. There's there's too much power there because we all pour a little bowl of our popcorn and then you take that shaker and you pour way <laughs> too much. You just dump it and it ruins the whole thing. We need a professional tragedy. To the it. comments, you know. Right. So that's why Smart Foods is basically saying we're the professionals here. <laughs> we'll put the we'll put the Parmesan garlic on for you at a correct ratio. They put you'll the go smart too hard in Smart Foods. You you would be a heroin addict if we let you. <laughs> so we're not gonna we're not gonna let you go overboard. I think it's very parable. Do you agree? I think it's very parable. Parable! Mm-hmm. Nom, 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 nom. All right. Okay. Go find it. Yeah, smart food, Parmesan, garlic, if you haven't had it. It's good. Yeah, it is. It's delicious. We have a lot of Instagram things we have to remember to post. Um, should we read the Beer Advocate? Let's read the Beer Advocate, Joe. Now, there's a lot of confusion here <laughs> with Beer Advocate. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? So, okay, so the ratings we talked about. A couple of weeks ago, about going to a Rotten Tomatoes style percentage of people who liked this beer. Right. Now, 
on the full sale page for Session Logger, they have a out of five score. So it's 3.65 out of five. No indicators of like good, great, world class shit. And whatever. this is neither the original score out of a hundred no. nor the Rotten Tomatoes. They've just <laughs> gone totally in a third different. direction. It's totally different. Oh boy! And uh, the Bros actually, the Allstroms, or however they pronounce it, give it a four point oh three. It looks like out of five. So that's an eighty. I that's, so. an, that's an eighty percent out of them. That's pretty high. That that's is like pretty high. Very good. Um. What yeah. the hell? Even they must have had a lot of kickback on the Rotten Tomato style because all the other pages are like that. Yeah, yeah. Do you it's think not it's just because session. we? You think oh, gold cans? It gold, gold cans, cans nation? nation took down. You bet your ass, beer advocate. If you're out there, we're coming for you, baby. Yeah, gold cans nation. Say it loud. Say it proud. We hate change. <laughs> we hate change. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this is a three point six five out of five from the community, uh, okay. which compared to Kona. Uh, longboard, which I clicked on for comparison, is three point three seven. So, so they view it as better. Yeah, I have bro, to say, bros too. I guess now we probably move into the rankings person show because I have to say, I very much appreciate how crisp and light this is, mm. um, with how much alcohol ratio this gives you. Like this is a all-purpose beer, very <laughs> much. <laughs> the sessionability is off the charts. The flavor it is, it is, is pretty fucking good. And 5% alcohol content. Is it a reasonable price? It was I'm going to lose my jimmies if you tell me it's a reasonable <laughs> for 12.99 for a 12 pack of stubbies. That's a reasonable so it's a price. It's a very reasonable price. Oh my god. Joe just found his new favorite beer. I mean seriously, this is like it doesn't have any of the like unique crazy qualities that like you know, the locality of Spotted Cow or the, like, world-class nature of Grand Cru and it was a sour or the older Sputin Stout, like, all unique. It just nails. This is a fucking solid, dependable. Yes. It's the Frank Gore of <laughs> cold cans beers. It is. It's just going to be there for forever for you. And it runs through 300-pound men every day. <laughs> <laughs> and mostly on Sundays. And uh, it's a little stubby. And it's a little stubby. Uh, one of the Alstrom Bros uh, reviews, he says, in conclusion, um, well, the, he says that for D, which I assume means drinkability, not surprising that it's very drinkable. The name says it all. Excellent rolling Christmas, just enough body in a semi-dry beer. Plain, but perhaps the best basic lager I've had in a long time. Shame this is not in um, Massachusetts, which is apparently where he lives, because I'd buy it by the case. Okay. Which we cannot hear, you know. So he's basically saying, well, we're saying he buys this fucking thing. It's dependable. Yeah. It's a utility beer. Chug him. How you about got a we read slow the... Tuesday evening at home? <laughs> yeah, you speed it up with fifteen <laughs> of these. <laughs> so should we read the rankings from T to T? Hey Joe, let's read the rankings. Smirnoff Ice, so Duels, Olympia, Budweiser, Bud, Miller Lite, Miller Sixty Four, Michelob Ultra, Molson, Schaffenhofer, Hefeweizen, and Grapefruit Beer, Rolling Rock, PBR, Iinger, Brauweiss, Iinger, Palisades, Pineapple, Tecate, Heineken, Blatt, Sierra Nevada, Torpedo, Extra IPA, Rainier, Crikey IPA, Blue Moon, Who Garden, Kona Longboard, Deschutes, Swivelhead, Red, Older Sputin, Rodenbach, Grand Crew, and Number One, Spadacow. <sighs> Where do you want this you want one? It. Yeah, take the lead, Joe. I am the man on the mountain. Bow to me. No. He's losing his mind. <laughs> I feel drunk off of the power and of the 5% alcohol of the little stubby. 
session is. <laughs> My name's Joey Glock, and I'm here to say I'm going to rank the session beer in a very fine way. We're going to look down the list, find its place. If you get mad, don't spray me with mace. Just look back at the rankings. Look back at what we said. Take this thing into your head. And remember, this is a utility beer. I'm not going to carry this on any longer. This beer for me is my number one lager. Woohoo! Wowza. Man, the that longer was... and longer <laughs> I didn't think was going to come. That was pretty good. It's number one! Our new number <laughs> one! Okay, justify that for me, <laughs> please. Now, I laid out the the points to the other beer that we've talked about. Let's I mean we can start at like we'll start at 5 Kona our Hawaii trip memories. Great. Let's carry that for a very long time. They shoot Swivelhead Red, maybe a mistake, but just like a really honestly probably close to this, another dependable like fucking very good beer. Yeah, cool and surprisingly good. Yeah, yeah. Portland Roots. True. Old Rasputin. Love it with like again a very specific scenario. It's a stout, it's uh you know, Spencer's favorite beer who was on the show and it was Old good. Rasputin, it had a cool, well like, reputed. But all these have like highs and lows. Um, you can't drink Old Rasputin on the roof in 85 degrees. Rodenbach Grand Cru, world-class beer, but $8,000 to buy and you could have one of them. Mm-hmm. And it's polarizing, right? I mean, some people, listeners came back and said this beer's Listener Corcor says, this tastes like shit wine. <laughs> and then Spotted Kyle, a Perfectly good and reasonable beer, but you can only get it in Wisconsin. It's pretty expensive, but I I love it. I mean, I had it at my wedding. It'll have a place in my heart. This beer is, it, it it's maybe not as good at all of the things that those things are good at, but it's better that than the rest of those things those are. This, this beer is just so good on so many different levels. It's good tasting. It has a lot of alcohol. It's available. It's sessionable. It's It has value. My number one. Capital V value. Uh, Spotted cow in your heart, session in your gut. That's yeah. what I'm all saying. That's what I'm saying. What do you think? No, I don't mind it. I, I really like this beer. I think, well, like you said, there's always a caveat to most of those beers, whereas this one is just like, what do we value in a beer at this stage in our lives? We just want to drink a shit ton of them. Yeah. And the 5.1% alcohol in a that light and crisp of a beer is very nice. My only regret is that it's not summertime because I could sit outside, mm. perhaps on a street corner even, and just chug a 12-pack of these boys. But, like, after work, you could get one of these at a happy hour, and it would fucking taste wonderful. Oh, yeah. No, I I, I wasn't shitting on it, Joe. Okay, okay. I just don't like to drink beer as much when the sky is dark at 5 p.m. during the winter hours. <laughs> but that's for another show. Let's put it at number one. Who cares? Yay! Life's meaningless. Number the polar one, polar ice caps are melting, one. and we don't give a damn. Uh, I love it. We got a new number one, folks, and we're here to say, "Oh yeah, we'll regret this soon." <laughs> in the cold cans way, folks. New number one. The Cold Cans Podcast is recorded in the Overcast Room at Cloud Studios in Seattle, Washington. 
visit cloudstudioseattle.com.